0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dave Isms Podcast. Hope you're all doing good today. Sunday night, Sunday, 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 Sunday. Alexa, what time is it? It's 9.27 p.m. Enjoy your night. Thank you, you too. You have a great night. (laughs) 9.27. Go to bed. Wake up. Before eleven, well, way, way before eleven. <laughs> but yeah, I was just uh, getting prepped uh, to go to bed. But obviously, trying to burn these podcasts out. Burn these podcasts? No, that's making sense. Burning would be like a burning a CD. If you elderly people or older people, I shouldn't say elderly. That's not right. Uh, older people, <laughs> you'd burn CDs. If that's what we do, we'd re- make recordings and burn CDs. Alexa. What does burning a CD mean? Here's something I found on the web. According to CyberLeninka.org, CDS indicates coding sequence. Okay, that's not right. That's not right. Stop, Alexa. Be quiet. (laughs) She gave me the wrong answer, so I had to, like, put her in timeout. (laughs) So, uh... Yeah, that's the... Um... It's interesting when you uh well, it was not interesting, but I was just thinking about how it's this time of the year, especially when you're depending on where you are in the world, well, in where I live in north America uh New England, which goes down to Connecticut, which goes down to my town, the days are shorter getting shorter. And then I think the 21st of December, days start to get longer. But it's interesting how that all affects everybody. I think it affects me. And you try and uh, fight it, do whatever you need to do. I just realize if I don't exercise, then it makes it harder to get through the day. I'm like more tired. Um, And I'm still battling the uh, longer day at work, the five o'clock hour. I'd rather either work at night or work early in the morning and be done with my day early so I can go out and do stuff and see some sunshine for part of the day. So just thinking about the future, things I want to do um, as far as work and business and all that kind of stuff, maybe figuring out where I'd like to build a house when I have the money, which hopefully will be soon. Uh, But yeah, just those kinds of things. And, uh, it's just, uh, funny when you have conversations. Well, it wasn't a conversation with anybody. I was been conversing with a a woman on match.com dating site, in case you don't know. And, uh, but she lives, uh, well, hold on. Uh, yeah, I think it was, No, it's like a half hour away down the river, uh, which it you kind of basically follow the Connecticut river and you'll get to the town. But, um, I don't even know what I was going with this point. Oh, no, I was talking about how, uh, I was telling her we we're conversing back, conversing back and forth. How, um, you know, it's just the, uh, sometimes you want to just have a job where you don't have to deal with any people or any questions or rules or whatever. Well, all jobs have rules pretty much. Um, but, uh, and I said, yeah, I'd like to be a custodian or something that way, or any kind of job like that, where you just give, you get your work and you do what you need to do and no one bothers you. And she's like, yeah, sometimes I wish I was a bagger <laughs> at a grocery store, but yeah, you just throw stuff in the bag and say, Hey, have a nice day. And, uh, although she did say she didn't want to have to push the carts and stuff out in the rain, but I don't care about that. I'd be getting paid to exercise. That's not so bad. And maybe you get the percentage off, uh, Your food, if you work for a grocery... Certain grocery chains give different things. I think... I could have swore Whole Foods was like 10%. Then if you pass certain health things, you get even more... uh, 15 or 20, something like that. But you can look that up somewhere. But yeah, it's just... uh, That's what... That's... I kind of... This whole weekend was just me spending time getting information for different kinds of businesses I could possibly start uh with little to no money um and not a heck of a lot of time rather than having to go somewhere because that's the thing you know you do your work day you really don't want to go drive to another job and have to be somewhere else if you could do it from home then that makes it all the better or do it on your own time you know whenever you want that's even better that's the thing I was listening to, um, uh, you know how, uh, oh God, it was Joe Rogan and, um, oh God, the Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent. I highly recommend listening to that because Ted's a unique person. Uh, for sure. You might not agree with everything he does or says, but at least he's honest. You know, he says, this is what I, way I think. And if somebody, changes my mind, then it changes my mind. And then hey, that's what you should do. You should believe in your beliefs. And if one of your beliefs isn't 100%, you're like, I don't know, I don't really agree with that anymore. Uh, then you change it to what you, what your new, um, mindset is. And, uh, it's just how, you know, Joe Rogan was saying that, uh, it's got, it's terrible that people go to these jobs that they hate. And a lot of people do, a lot of people go to jobs they hate, a lot of people, a lot, in America, maybe in the world, who knows? Maybe some people are forced into jobs they don't want to do. There's still slavery in the world and people don't even realize that. But, you know, he said that, you know, because for him everything's kind of worked out to what he wants. He does things he wants to do. He does comedy. He does announcing in MMA fights. He I uh, supports charities. He uh, And he does his podcast, which one, which is probably one of the biggest, at least one of the highest paying paid people in the podcast world for sure. Um, so he kind of does what he wants. He gets to talk to all these p- different people, and you know what I mean. That's not that's a job that you have to go to, but it's your job that you created, and you get to talk to so many interesting people, and I find that's pretty cool. And then, but. On the same token, you know, there who's saying, you know, all these people that hate their jobs and Ted Nugent was just thankful that people go to all these jobs and they don't like them, but they still get up and go and do them, you know, and that's something they don't, you know, there's, there's a lot of jobs that I wouldn't want to do that people do. And maybe they like them. Maybe they just do them because that's what they need to do to, or all they think they can do. And, and that's what happens. If everybody was really doing what they really wanted to do, you know, if you could just tomorrow snap your fingers and be at the your own business or job or whatever it is, then who's going to take out the trash? Who's going to work at the sewage treatment plant? You know what I mean? Who's going to do all these, like the show dirty jobs. If you ever watch that, you can probably look it up online. Uh, all those dirty, dirty jobs. Although some of those dirty, dirty jobs, people become millionaires at, you know, not that they even wanted to, they just kind of fell into it and learned it, and created something. Like, this guy, uh... He's actually from Connecticut. He was... I think he's the one that was actually with head cows, and then where all the poop would be contained, he... The methane gas would rise, or however it worked, and the methane would power some of the systems on the farm. I think that was the guy. Don't quote me. So that was interesting, but he created like, uh... Pots for plants that are made out of partially out of compost and stuff like that. So it's like a recyclable uh, planter, I think. It's, it's pretty cool. I'm not sure if it lasts a long time or not, but it's made out of reprocessed poop somehow. So, and I don't think it really smells bad. I don't think so. I think it's mixed with dirt and other stuff. But he created something that didn't exist. That's pretty cool. That's organic. Uh, <laughs> and they, I guess you could break it up and throw it in your garden, really, if it's it's made of dirt, poop, and you know nothing, uh, not a plastic that'll last hundreds or more years. So it's pretty cool. And you know, while at work, I was I talked to different people, pretty much mostly on the phone. I will not mostly. I'd say ninety nine point nine percent are on the phone. I met one gentleman was able to talk to him from face to face, which I like better to talk to people. And, uh, you just have to have a better free-flowing conversation. Um, cause they're there and they want to talk and, you know, uh, we're on the phone. Some people will talk if they have the time, but they're busy with other things or distracted or don't want to be bothered. Well, I shouldn't say don't want to be bothered, but, but in talking to people, it's, that's my problem. I get a, be mindful how long I'm I talking to somebody. I talking to this woman, young know, woman, uh or well, yeah, I would say uh over twenty, under forty, I think around that range. <laughs> but she just didn't really know what kind of job she wanted to do and I'm like, well what do you want to do? And she it took her a while, but she says, Oh, I really want to do something creative and she's done certain jobs that weren't creative, uh but some of the stuff she does outside of works creative. And I said, well, what are you doing to get there? What do you, you know, are you on LinkedIn? You could probably talk to different people, uh, that you find on there that are doing creative things and say, Hey, how do I get into that? And just, and then I get, start talking to this woman and I start getting into like, uh, motivating her to do more and do more. And that's what I do. And, but that's not really what I should be doing. <laughs> I mean, I you should be, but it's just like you don't want to. Uh, you got to be mindful of how long you're on because I have other people. I have appointments. I have to deal. I have to deal with during in the day. But I enjoy the uh, That's that's what I figured I like to do. I like to. It's the, I I wrote them down when I was uh, emailing back and forth with this woman on Match. You know, I wrote this whole. Spiel of work and then what I do, and how, uh, you know, the hours are a tough thing because then it won't be bad in the summer because I'll get home at around six or five. I've been looking for a new place, and that's been in kind of a drag because I haven't found anything. I gotta, I haven't really gotten really excited about anything, uh, just trying to keep a certain cost. um it's, it's and I don't want to live on I really don't want to live on a second floor or higher I rather want to live on the ground level just be, the main reason is because I have a couple of different things I use my bike one of my bicycles ride it indoors and if you're above me I mean if you're below me you'll it'll make noise and that'll be you know they probably wouldn't be able to use it because they will be able to probably complain about that but uh that's the biggest challenge right now um is finding a different place to live, and I'm I am still even though I got I actually got a better raise than I thought. It wasn't two percent. It was actually twenty two hundred dollars. So because I was just looking at the paycheck, and I'm like, oh wow, okay. That was, I thought they said two percent, but that was way more than two percent, um, which was kind of nice. But uh but it's a paycheck. It's like, this is the most you can get. And then this is the most you can get next year. And then, uh, when I watch or listen to certain people that do their own variety of different businesses, well, there isn't really a limit. You know, there's no, I, I, I felt I was watching different people and this one young woman who was definitely under 30 for sure was a lawyer that making like 250,000 a year. But, you know what? She didn't really have, I mean, she thought of it as just a paycheck where if she does her own thing, there's really no limits. And she has a couple little different things like because of her law knowledge that she does things on the side, takes whatever clients she wants, but not that many, but has all these different things. Like you can, if you got to get a real, you get a lawyer for certain things, you'd Pay a couple thousand dollars, but she has all the paperwork drawn up for certain things, and you can download them. You have to pay for them, and I didn't really see how much they were, but it doesn't really apply for what I'm going to be doing yet. But save you a lot of money, and she's really has a bunch of revenue streams. Not just, I mean, think about if you work one job, you have just one revenue stream, and that's it. If you work two jobs, you have two, but your time's limited, and uh, they always talk about passive income income. Like let's say you came up with an ebook and how to do whatever, how to plant flowers and make them grow good. And you put an ebook on your, I don't know, you promote it on your Facebook or on your Instagram or on your YouTube page. And people do that. And let's say you charged, I don't know, $5 for that ebook. And that'll always be in your, uh, in the, you know, the, I forget what they call it, not the comments section, but there's a, uh, whatever it is. And there's an area where the people put, they'll talk about what they're talking about in their for that episode of their YouTube video. And then, uh, could have stuff where you can send the money or, uh, their website or whatever, but you can promote, we could have your book there. And if it was $5, well, what if you had, 10 people a month buy it or 20 people or a hundred or a thousand and it's always there and you don't really have to do much because you have a, it's all electronically done. You know, you don't even have to ship out a book. It's, it's digital. So there's a lot of stuff out there. I don't know what I'd do for a book. I really don't think I have a book uh, in me. Um, well, I do have a a, a, a nonfiction book that I kind of started writing a couple years ago, then I stopped, but I think I have to just write it you know, write it as far as with a real pen and not on the computer. Because the computer is good but uh I don't know. It's it's not that easy to write. I never I haven't read anything since college, like any papers or anything like that. But yeah, it's just uh it's just trying to find different streams, uh extra streams of income. And they just it's interesting what people do and it's like they can try and some of them don't cost much money. So if you try one, hey, it doesn't work. You try something else. It's like, that's what that's how people that are successful become successful. They don't just try a couple things and say, ah, screw it. I'll just get a job at somewhere else. They're like, I'll try this. Okay, maybe I will get a job somewhere, but I'm going to be trying something else when I get home. You know, to do something else to have my own company or freedom. And uh, it's just, uh, there's no easy you know, easy one, two, three method of anything if people try to sell you that. Oh yeah, it's this easy. It's usually not, it's usually more steps. It's more time, It you know, and dedication to getting to where you can make something to make money. Um, that's what I think. But I realized getting back to what I was talking about, you know, I like to motivate people I love researching things and getting and finding out information, and I somehow store all this crazy information in my head, and I'll tell people, oh, blah 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 blah, when I'm on the phone talking to different people that are out of work, um, and say, hey, you can try this, or you know, what about this, or you know, even though you did this one job, doesn't mean you can't do something else uh, with your skills, or even something. Yeah, something you wouldn't even think you would know how to do. You probably could do it, you know, uh, just by picking up some extra skills here and there. But, yeah, that's – and that's – okay, so what I (laughs) – my memory is gone. It's Sunday. I need to – oh, God, it's almost quarter to ten. But I – so that's the thing. Motivation, uh, researching, um, like people making people laugh. That's a big thing. And uh, making people think too. This is kind of the conversation I was having back and forth with this woman. Just the different things we like and don't like. And uh, it's kind of cool. Seems like a really nice person, but I haven't talked to her on the phone yet. But that's the thing. She lives 32 miles to the south. And my work is 33 miles... No, it's more than that. It's like 40-something miles to the northeast. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. It's just something... I haven't even met the person. But but whatever, it's just cool talking to people when they have certain similar things and ideas that you think are kind of cool. But I was just really thinking about what do I want to do and uh, watching just people for different kind of jobs and money-making things you can do. Or rather businesses um i was watching a video where this guy uh i highly recommend him peter santanello on youtube he'll he goes all over the country the world talks to people could be in a really nice section of a city and then is in places where people are getting shot well not the super bad but pretty bad places um he went to Compton. He was in Detroit. Downtown Detroit is beautiful. And today he was talking to a kid that... Uh, <laughs> got put away for six years for robbing $10,000 of costume jewelry. You know, that's kind of ridiculous. Where people are committing crimes today and getting out uh, on bail like the next day practically. Or no no bail. Um, and uh, so he doesn't... Um, You know, the hood, but not the worst hood, but it looks nice, but, you know, he he bought a house, and he bought the house for $4,000, because in Detroit, around Detroit, there's, you can buy houses for next to nothing, as long as you make an effort to make it look nicer on the outside, and, you know, he says, I'll probably take me another, uh, eight or ten to fix it, to where it's nice and livable, because I have a daughter, and this and that, and, uh. And he says, he says you will, know, you know, his his thing is to buy more and fix them up. And then, hey, think about it. If you could fix up a house that's four grand, and if you put it, even if be, you fixed it up mint and spent like twenty, so twenty four grand eventually. If the neighborhoods, he said, the neighborhoods seem to be people seem to be moving back to certain things, and it's growing, and you know, people from parts of the country that are more expensive if they have a job that they can do on their computer or maybe start a business or somewhere that's cheaper, where would you go? You're not going to start off in New York city. It's going to cost you a fortune. You know, you can go somewhere else and hustle. It was interesting because they went to various neighborhoods, talked to different people and got, there's this one building where everybody had their own hustle in there. There was a, there was a place you can get a haircut. There was a place where you can get food and, uh, a place where you can buy different kinds of merchandise and clothing, so it's all in this one building. You can walk literally down the hall and see all these different things, and it's pretty cool. You know, it's, it's in, that's the thing. People in Detroit they have to have a hustle because there's not a ton of jobs, so you got to create stuff. And that's that's uh, one thing I remember. Uh, one of these guys that helps people doing you know perform better, whether it's regular people or football stars or people in business. It's, 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 it's only a couple of things that make you go into action. It's either inspiration or desperation or a little bit of both. But yeah, I'm just trying to not trying. I'm really looking at certain things with businesses, uh, housing, like a house. I mean, they have, uh, you know, I like the tiny house things, but I don't want one on wheels. I probably said this before. I'd rather have uh, just the, it could be 600 square feet, but you have to really check whatever zoning rule is. But they make, the big thing now is making houses with a 3D printer. And some of these 3D printers are 250000 a million dollars. And they can make them out of like a certain kind of concrete. They build them pretty very quickly for the walls and stuff it's really wild and it's a lot cheaper um so I don't know I'm just looking at that because thing is with lumber lumber's gotten so expensive and that's the thing my buddy Gary who lived in Italy for a while and had a business with the Italian he to, he, the he think Italians think we're crazy for building you know houses out of wood because they burn <laughs> in Italy. There's a lot of stone. I, I actually was watching this other guy who was from Denmark. Yeah. Denmark, I believe. And he works there, but he gets a bunch of time off and he bought a property in Italy on the side of a beautiful mountain. Well, I thought it, kind of in the, and not the Alps. God, it was the, Oh, sorry. I bumped my microphone, not the Alps. It was the Alps. No, the Dolomites. I forget the other. No, not the Pyrenees. It was the Alps. I don't think it was. But anyway, he bought this land, and on it were two houses made of stone, like just, like you ever see a stone fence with different stones, kind of like that, but thinner stones. And it had they had both had roofs, two buildings, and he's cleaning one up to live in. Uh, he just started doing it, and you know he was cleaning in there, and he had a little bit of heat. The heater he had put a wood stove in. And then he was sleeping on the floor, but in a tent, you know, because it's not totally perfectly all set up yet. But he paid like a total of $26,000 for everything with the lawyer and the fees and the insurance, the insurance, the real estate uh, fees, and he has a piece of property. Now, he could build a tiny, small house, but, uh, yeah, it's just fascinating. And then, But that's the problem, though. I find myself going down the rabbit hole of watching... Too much stuff, and not starting on anything. You know, just getting in the information because I like the research, and I find it fascinating, and I want to know more. Then uh, I just watched, just literally now, I stumbled upon this woman that travels around the country talking to different people. And some of it's kind of well, I don't know. She's talking to people that are witches, and then uh, I forget what the other. But this one kid she just was talked to, who lives in this huge. She bought a beautiful house. You know, he's got nice Mercedes, but he's very humble. He's not like, oh, I'm... Pre-. He goes, this is how I express myself But these things I buy. I don't... But he's not like, look at what I have kind of person. Like, I'm really successful. Ha ha ha. Like, that kind of bullshit that you get from some people. Like, because they think they're better than you, which they're not. Uh, but, you know, he was taught, he, he His story was he uh, had a mother. She did the best she could. And he was always you know, getting into trouble all the time. And then... Uh, his father had gotten killed when he was young. Then um, he was getting older. He was he lived in his, lived in his car for two years. Then he just kind of got into being healthy and doing the opposite of what he was doing. Any negative thing, he would do the opposite of whatever that negative thing was. He became like a fitness instructor and then just grew his... And he has like... uh said he had like nine income streams of revenue. Nine... Yeah, nine revenue streams or income streams, whatever you want to call them. So it's like, wow, that's just amazing. And now we, I mean, the house is somewhere in the hills. The beautiful house is surrounding it. And it's not that I don't want a big house. I want a, at maximum, like a thousand square foot house just built the way I want. But, and I'd have to see what the zoning is in Connecticut. But have a a rooftop deck where the whole roof is a deck and I can have it you know, a railing all the way around it. Maybe have a little, like a grill up there or just different things, just hang out. Uh, and that would be cool. And I could just see the land and, uh, you know, it kind of increases your usable space. Although you'd, I think you'd have to probably uh, shovel it in the winter. Maybe, I don't know. Depends. You got to build a really strong house to support. Uh, that's the thing, zoning, because if they want you, to, you have to have a certain kind of roof, Because you want the snow to come off. There's a lot of different things in that. So I don't know. But just trying to look into so many different things. I did do some uh, cleaning of house here. Of home. Still more to go. But yeah, that's just the thing. It's just uh, learning some different things. And uh, I was actually going to try this thing. And then I'm where I could go where I saw these two young kids, they, where they started selling stuff on Amazon. And I was going in to stores and just selling stuff. Sending You send it to Amazon, they promote it and sell it. But then I saw, I happened to find this other woman. See, this is the problem with too much information because it could be just too much. Uh, you're like, Oh no, I thought, I thought that would have been a good idea, but now this woman says it's not. So who do you believe? And she, uh, Talks about how she tried all these different people's things, and and uh, and she actually lives in Connecticut. I need to actually, maybe I should send her a message on YouTube and say, "Hey, how do you do what you do?" Because her business is more of a full time thing for her. I'm just looking to make. Hey, if I make an extra hundred bucks a week and don't have to and do it in a couple hours, that's that's pretty beneficial. You know, it's extra cash to put away. So yeah, that's, that's it. And then, uh, just looking at different investments. I was, I was looking online to what our senators in the United States and our the people in the house, what they invest in, because obviously some of these people, I mean, they don't necessarily make, but they make a decent amount of money, but they don't, what does the senator make? 174,000, but some of them were worth tens of millions of dollars. And if they have been there longer, they're worth 30, 40, 50, 60, $70 million. Well, how'd they get all that money? Obviously, they know something about the insider stuff because they have to. There's just no way they're making all this money just being a politician uh, if they don't have any kind of information. So you can look that up. Uh, Let's like just type in uh, uh senator stock watch or I think it's house member stock watch or something like that. It pops up. Then you can see uh, individual senators and what they're looking at, what they've sold, what they bought. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I found one stock, but it it's down to uh sixty cents and i and I looked at the what it is and I'm like, I don't know if that's you know yeah you put a, if I could put a thousand dollars into it which would buy me what not quite two thousand shares and I went up to ten dollars well that'd be a good profit but it's, that's a risk thing, and i don't know I'm not really looking for too much risk like that, you know maybe put a hundred dollar buy a hundred dollars worth and see what happens. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it for today. I got to roll. I got to uh, hit the bed because it's 10 o'clock. So I thank you all for listening and taking in your little bit of time out of your day. And I can tell I'm getting tired because my mouth's running slower. <laughs> so I hope you all have a great day, morning, noon or night, wherever you may be, noon or night. <laughs> so thanks for listening to the Dave Isms podcast. And I will see you again next Sunday or maybe might slip in an extra short show in between in the week if i got something that i want to talk about and get it out before i forget it all right so y'all take care bye bye now and thank you